Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com All right, let's have a look at this first game on Saturday. This is an important game for the Roosters because they were poor. I uh, don't think there's any way to, other way to describe it. Um, Joey Manu is in. That's absolutely huge for them. Hutchison back to the interchange and Corey Allen. Uh, well, he didn't play, uh, but he's 18th man this week. So Fletcher Baker in for Matt Lodge. He's got a facial fracture and a question mark around Victor Radley and Brandon Smith. They're going through return to play protocols around concussion as well. Unchanged 17 for Andrew Webster and the Warriors. Ed Cozy retains his place and... Dallin Wateni Zalesniak still on the sideline. So uh, Jazz Tavanga still there as well. Very important game for the Roosters and their response in this one, Tristan. Yeah, it is. You're exactly right. And, and the, the punters have stepped into the Roosters to win comfortably in this game. The market opened at 12 and it's been absolutely smashed, going from 12 out to 14 and a half. So $1.19 the Roosters, four seventy five the Warriors, 14 and a half now. There has been a push slightly back to the Warriors at that 14 and a half, 185 the plus, 195 the minus, 44 and a half the total points. Uh, as you say, the Roosters have got to bounce back after their disappointing first up effort. The Warriors, uh, it's amazing how, uh, you know, they got the result. Obviously, they've got a massive step up in class here, but geez, their defence looks so much improved in that opening game mm. of the season against the Knights. Mm. Some of those one-on-one tackles, even Sean Johnson, uh, they pulled off a couple of absolute try savers, which I know Jimmy would have been enjoying. But uh, 14 and a half was, is the line now. And uh, if they can put in a similar defensive effort, um, you know, they might stay within that band. Guys, you hear that? that that's my calculator. I've been doing that every hour for the last 24 hours, trying to work out how the market has this 14 and a half. I, I, for the life of me, cannot see that gap. Let, let, let's go through these outs. Crichton. Lodge, we're a Hargraves. I don't expect that uh, Radley plays. Um, Tupanua, there's four, and, and uh, you know, Watson off the bench. There's five or six that would normally play in their middle. And then there's question marks whether Brandon Smith plays, probably does. Billy Smith's not there. Um, you know, Tupanua, I think I might have mentioned. It's a long list of outs. I just can't understand how we have four and a half between them. The other question mark then is what do they do in the middle? I mean, moving um, things around to try and prop up who plays uh, front row with both uh, Lodge and, and Hargraves missing. Then what do they do off those rotations? I thought when the going got a little bit tough after about 10 minutes into the second half last week, the Roosters just fell away really poorly. Um, they ended up with you know 14 errors, um, a busted injury list. Uh, I, gee, they're not hard to be against this week. I give the Warriors a, an enormous chance here. Now, I know their travel record into Australia has been horrible, lost their last 12, lost their last five against the Roosters. But it's a new season, week two, where they might well get the right opponent on the right occasion. And they come off a confidence-building win. The thing I liked about them too last week was not only were they gritty in defence, but they also had a little bit of a crack with the ball. They came up with eight line breaks. I mean, it's been many a year since the Warriors had eight line breaks, you know, possibly against a weak form line in, in the Knights, but um, a strong list. They've got no major outs other than uh, Tavaga. Um, gee, you know, give me four and a half any time of the week, and I've already had a crack at the 475. I reckon that this is the upset of the week. 
They say you lie with dogs, you catch fleas. So anyway, that's um, couldn't believe 14 and a half. Could not believe it um, for for all those reasons that you suggested. It must be end of contract time for Sean Johnson because he was throwing himself in tackles there at different stages in that game. Nickel Clockstar has made a huge difference, mainly on attitude, on the back of attitude. And yeah. I think that's what we saw in the, in, in the preseason, didn't we? The attitude of the Warriors to first up the fence. And that's Webster. Right, Webster has changed the way they go about things, their application to defence, uh, and it's clear that he's brought that Penrith mentality. And I know everyone that was involved in, with him at Penrith and at the West Tigers said, this guy's an NRL coach in waiting. So he's proven that, well, you know, we're one game in, but he, he showed uh, the things that are important to him as, a, as an NRL coach, and um, they're the things you really like. Uh, they're well and truly undermanned, the the Roosters. Uh, and you'd start thinking about Adenfanur Blake and um, that forward pack. Mitch Barnett was very good in an unaccustomed position in the middle there, but uh, that seems to be working for them as well. Love the 14 and a half that's on offer for the Warriors in that game. Jimmy, that all-important staking plan that you've uh, been trying to convince Tristan and I with for the last couple of years, I'd be having 30 bucks all over, 475 and 70 bucks at the 14 and a half, and I reckon you might well get a collect on both. So there you go, by osmosis. You know, those those fleas are jumping off me, back to you, <laughs> off you, back to me. So anyway, interesting to see how it goes.